Hey guys, welcome back to the Chaotic Cast. I'm Bryce. I'm Swoop. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we are talking about episode seven, Bugging Out. Yes. It's where um Sarah gets um thrown in the Danian prison and her friends try to rescue her. Yep. And this episode marks the first appearance of the Danians. Except yes, for including in the... Wama. Yep, and we're introduced to Wama. Except we are introduced to the Danians in the title sequence. That's true, yes. We are we will be introduced to the Danian in the title sequence. So uh Gotta adjust my mic. Eh. There. Alright. So, we start off the episode with Sarah exploring Mount Pillar. Mm-hmm. A place that she is more than likely very comfortable with. Uh, and she has to get to the armory through the air vents. Which, this just... I'm getting tired of this. You would think that she would already have that because the Danian Armory is also a separate location. So you would think that she would just have one of those. Yeah. But apparently she doesn't. Queen's Gate, the Reservoir, Orpont's Lookout, the overall the Ambassador Chambers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's something that I really want to talk about in later episodes. It's, just, it's the fact that in order to get to Mount Pillar, someone has to go through the, through the passageway, into the underworld, through the underworld, and then get to the Danians. Uh, there is technically one other way to get to Mount Pillar, and that is Oipon's lookout. Mm-hmm. True. Because that is... Uh, a gigantic hole in the ground uh, in the middle of the Mepedian Desert leading down into Mount Pillar. True. Yeah. So, Sarah gets the Singblade scan that she's been looking for. And then, as usual, she turns around and there are the Danian soldiers. Yes. They Uh-oh. are the... She... Big mistake she made. She would have poured it out. Yeah, which is like you would think that if I was if I was a chaotic player, I would just fucking focus on getting on like it's like a quick draw kind of thing. Yeah. It's like I would spend the first three days in chaotic basically just being like, Okay, and go, teleport back. Just training myself to just automatically do that every time I get in that situation. Which I'm surprised I'm surprised that's not more common. Yep. Yeah. So, if I was in chaotic, um, picture me in the overworld, like when I'm at Kiro City and the guards um were spying on me, I try to look for a perfect hiding spot. Why do you think that Aliar always comes up? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So then we got cut. We get, we get our title sequence of chaotic. Yep. And 
then we cut to Tom battling a Danian uh, player. player. And it's just Tanga Toborn in the front middle uh, spot. And the Danian player has... I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. Apparently, Tank gave Tom his scan of Tanga Toborn. Really? Yeah. It's either that or Tom realized how valuable Tangeth was and decided to go get one for himself. Because yeah. Tom didn't have a Tangeth Toborn scan before this, otherwise he would have been using it. Right, yeah. So he either A, got it from Tank, or B, went to scan it himself. And for I think for something, for someone... For a scan as rare as Tangatoborn, because almost all the Tangatoborn scans have been either rare or ultra rares, you would think that he would have to either... You would think that that would require its own episode to get. Right. So I'm so I'm just, I'm just spitballing here and saying, probably Tank gave Tom his Tangith. He traded, or he or Tom traded. traded for something. I don't know who he would trade with. Either way, right. So yeah. anyway, continue with the battle. Yeah. So the Danian player has Junda on the uh, top front row and Lod on the bottom front row, and behind the two of them, they have he has Hota and Wama. Mm-hmm. I think I think any I think every Damian player has a Wama. Probably, yeah. So, just, also, I want to I want to talk this. I want to talk about something. I feel I feel this is my personal feelings, and I probably I might get canceled for this. I feel like all the male Damian players are people of color. Yeah, I noticed that too. I okay, thank God. I thought I was being racist for a second. In the first season, in the first season at least. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. There was one who wasn't. There was a white guy. But it's it's an overwhelming majority. Yeah, I I've only noticed besides Sarah, there were I only noticed four people with Danian scanners with pure Danians, pure Danian right. scanners. And that was three of them in season one and one of them in season two. Yeah. Because I was just I noticed that and I was like, Am I crazy? I feel like I'm not crazy here, but I'm glad I'm not the only one, which that just that just goes to show you the kind oh, of things no, that no. I, I just realized there's two more. There's two more in season two. So there's three in season one and three in season two. But I don't think I don't think I've seen any people of color having any other type of deck. Hmm. Then well, again, it is what it is. season one was very lacking in colored. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that was just that was just me. Go ahead. So let's move on to the creatures that I just said. So start off with Junda. He's a Danian squad leader. He comes with uh, one Muja counter, and that Muja counter 
usually people use it for his ability spend one muja counter activate the hive until the end of the round mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then there was llama everyone's favorite banian yes yes everyone's favorite to the inconsistencies between the card season two and three and the season one Wama. Oh, okay. Uh, he has no ninja counters. He has fire element, and his hive ability. Once the hive is activated, he gains five energy for each Mandalore you control, and he is also a Mandalore himself. Yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he get an upgrade in laser yeah, seasons? Cards. Uh, He's like, let's see now. There's Hive Ordnance Wama from Rise of the Oligarch. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a super rare. Has fire, no mutant counters. Uh, whenever a Mandalore creature card is put into play from a general discard pile, meaning probably some revival crap, put a mutant counter on Wama. Balgear equipped to infected creatures are not flipped face up when those creatures become engaged. Jeez. Ah. And then is it doesn't he have like another one where there is Flame Guard, a common from the unreleased Fire and Stone. Yeah, because that would have been based on what happened in season three, where he explains that he was promoted. Uh, not really, because he's also a Mandalore in for Flame Guard. Uh, oh, did that? High Boy yeah. is also Mandalore. All three of the Wama cards are Mandalores. But yeah, he was uh, he was. To Flame be honest, Guard if he was... is an appropriate name for this one. He has Fire and Earth elements. Uh, yeah. finally has a music counter. And his abilities are Defender Fire and Defender Earth. Hmm. Meaning, uh, if he's adjacent to a creature with either Fire or Earth that's on your team, he basically intercepts uh, if they they get attacked. Who's got a TV going on in the background? That's not me. I don't have a TV going on. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot to um turn the volume on mute because the NFL draft was playing. So can you please hold on a moment? Go ahead. Yep. We will continue. Yep. Go ahead. Then, talk about the other creatures. And then finally, Lod, my favorite uh, Banian. Uh, even though he is pretty slow and has no music counters, and is a vanilla creature, also a Mandiblore, he has the fire element. Ah. Isn't he... The reason why I liked him was because I liked his season one design. That, that That's all, all the reason why I liked him. But for ah. some reason, I noticed this with the two times Lod was... Uh, Lod appeared in Chaotic... Both times he was equipped with a pyroblaster, even though he uh -huh. has naturally fire attacks. Well, so the thing about chaotic is, if he had fire attacks and he had a pyroblaster, then tech, then technically it would make the pyroblaster stronger. No, because the pyroblaster 
the ability of the pyroblaster is sack the pyroblaster. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying in game returns. I'm talking param terms. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, Rook also had a uh, pyroblaster, and he has naturally a fire affinity. Yeah, there's not. The show's weird sometimes. Yeah. So I would have thought he would have had a a web crack. All right. Because I mean, so, he had the head warden of the pits. True. So, Tom, I mean not Tom. Uh, we cut to Kaz and Peyton sitting in the port court watching the match, and Peyton is just backseat is just backseating the whole game. Yeah. And I'm wondering, he's like, he's telling him, go for Jenda, go for Jenda. And I'm just like... Yeah, because since Tom... So I'm guessing... Yeah, so Tom lost... It was Tom's attack, and he had lost the match. So he gets to place his creature into another spot that is adjacent and unoccupied. So because... Tang of Toborn is on his side of the battle board. Uh, he can either move him back to either one of his middle row spots, move him to move him down to face Lod, move him up to face Junda, or move him to the enemy front middle spot and be open to attack from all four any one of the four of his uh, opponent's creatures. Which, something something I want to point out. Payne could just call him. Uh, that's probably against the rules. That I is mean, probably against the rules. You say that, but I don't think so, because that's exactly what Season 2, Episode 4, I believe the father-son episode, that's exactly what his fucking dad was doing. Huh. I don't remember that. I don't think that's what Buzz Sr. was doing. I think he was... If I remember correctly, Buzz Sr. was, like, uh, trying to motivate his son to get, get that killer instinct instead of, like, telling him exactly what to do, like, backseat gaming him. I don't know. I just think that that's a bit weird. Yeah. So, Tom makes the wrong choice. Right. Instead of moving him up to face Junda, he moves him down to face Lod. Which then Kaz kind of acts like a newbie. Right. He's like, Tangeth is stronger than both of those creatures. And... Then Payne has to remind him about the Hive. Well, he doesn't directly save Hive ability. The Hive ability, he uh, does say... Yeah, he's going to get pounded, basically, into next week. Yep. Which brings up one of my favorite quotes of this episode is, Survive and conquer, Payton. Yeah, survive and conquer. That's what the... Survive and conquer. And then... Kaz is like, uh, you mean divide and conquer, not survive and conquer? Yep. But I mean, 
Peyton is right. The Danians have survived and conquered. Hmm. I mean, and they took, so they took we begin the match. Water from their the Mapanian Desert used to be an entire jungle. They took all almost all the water from there, then basically forced out the uh, the underworlders that were in the area of Mount Pillar, mm -hmm. and have survived attacks from the underworlders who tried to conquer them over the years. True. So, we go into the match, and Tom finds a cave carving. And that is Mount Pillar. Is the Because uh, this is important. It's, it's Mount Pillar that becomes the active location. Initiative Wisdom, so creature with the highest wisdom gets to attack first, and when Mount Pillar becomes the active location... Activate Hive until the end of the round. Yep. So we we see Tom exploring Mount Pillar, and he finds a cave carving. Yep. Which, I don't know what that cave carving could be. Maybe an ancient Danian? Probably an ancient Danian. And he's like... Because it kind of looks like a face, but if you look at it, it's got like two, two arms, kind of, and two legs. Yeah. And he's like, hmm, that's a face only a mother could want. Or an ant. <laughs> I'm so clever. <laughs> that's true, yeah. So, then we see them fight it, and he triggers hive ability. Yeah, Lod does end up getting uh, kind of beat down, and then he triggers the hive ability, which is... in. In the show, it's basically sacrificing a Danian to an, a, yeah, a Danian you control. Sacrificing, sacrificing and, one Danian for the good of the hive. Right. One sacrifice Danian for the good of the hive. And I think it's uh, permanent for the entire match, I want to say. But I've never... Uh, kind of. Yeah, I think so, because sometimes, uh, because in a future episode, we'll see somebody deactivate the hive to reactivate the hive. I don't think so. We've ever seen someone deactivate the hive. No, we do. We hear, but we, well, I don't know if we see it, but we do hear about it. Hmm. Just for clarification, there are cards that do deactivate the hive. So then we see. Uh, so activates the hive by sacrificing Junda. Yep. And then Tom is coded. Yep. Well, he makes it down a slide, a chute that goes into the Danian prison. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, Tanga Tubborn was equipped with a liquidizer. Yep, liquidizer. Which is about here. In the card game, in the... I think we've already talked about the liquidizer. Sack the liquidizer, creature gains water element until the end of the turn. And Lot is equipped with a pyroblaster, which is sacrifice. The pyroblaster equipped creature gains fire until the end of the turn. Yep. So, Peyton so, yep, then Tom gets coded after that. Mm -hmm. Then Peyton 
Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of insect puns in this episode. Yep. It's not it's not worth it. So Tom so Peyton calls Sarah. Or is it and I can't remember. One of the two. I think yeah. it's Peyton. And that's when they see the face of one of the Danian soldiers. Multiple Danians, I think. No, it's just the one. Alright, just the one. Which he's that's a Danian soldier, so that's a Mandalore, which will come up later in this episode. Yep. So then they then we cut to uh Kaz, Tom, and Peyton outside of Mount Pillar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're outside of Mount Pillar and they're trying to find a way in and they see an entrance with three guards guarding it. Which I want to talk about something that the guard said. What? The guard says, Tribe Council raising the price of fungus. And I'm just like, this is, this is, this is inner politics in this, in this world. This is politics for tribes. And I'm just like, I kind of want to know more about the politics of the tribe. That's true. Yeah. Because Mount Pillar is, the Danians are basically ants and they're ruled by a maternal monarchy. But But she has a council yeah there is a council and a council of elders i know that because so i'm wondering i'm wondering if it's like british like as in britain like there's a queen but she's just a figurehead right yeah i don't think so because alexia is definitely like uh the they're almost like the oligarchy for the marillions but True. i would think that she if we're comparing it to Britain, she would be the equivalent of the prime minister and the council of elders would be the house of lords. Or, but the uh, house, but, the, but and I, I'm very interested in politics now is yeah. the yeah. house of lords is a purely symbolic court. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the thing I want to talk about this is they're clearly unhappy with the tribe council, which just continues to make my case that there are Danians willing to leave the hive. Yeah. And yeah. I will I will fight to this. Leave the hive, maybe protest, maybe? Maybe like a changing of the old guard to a new guard of council members? Maybe, I mean, but that's the basis of how the Transformers franchise storyline. <laughs> oh, Transformers! I just I keep on bringing this up because it's reasons that support my claim. Anyway, Danians broke away from the tribe. That some Danians could have broken away from the tribe. Yeah, which we've learned we've learned a lot is a tribe is nature more than nurture. Or nurture more than nature. <laughs> you got that right. I mean, just look at the twins. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, we cut to them needing to get in, and Payne decides to do a distraction. Yep. He and tries to go up and distract him with like getting a photo shoot of the three guards. Yeah. And then they chase him, which this is this is this is bullshit right here. Three humans versus three armed Danians. What kind of bullshit is that? I know, right? Yeah, they get taken out by three humans. Uh, and they're they're big creatures with exoskeletal armor, and they're armed with those... Uh, Lightning lances. Stair poles, whatever they are. Those pole arms. Which is it's just don't make fucking sense. It's bullshit. I get that. I get that they're like the guards and they're lowest of the low, but for fuck's sakes, that's yeah, that's that's why the two things or a, like a very small creature like hearing or lystone. These guys are taller than the humans. Yeah. Yeah. But even but even but I have a feeling even. If you tried to take on hearing in a fight, you'd probably still lose. True. Yes. His hearing, which 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 that it just throws everything away about the two ways that we know people get scans. They either make deals or they sneak around. I didn't know that you could just beat the shit out of a Danian to get a scan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's just, that's just my whole thing. So they go into the hive. They steal the battle gear from the Danians, and going the, uh, the poles, the pole arms. Yeah, yep. I think they're called lightning lances. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so they're going through the hive, and Tom gets distracted as usual. Well, don't they like they have to hide behind like a pillar, and then they see Odu Bathax. Yep. Leading a column, and at the end of the column, there's that one young Danian that's like that notices them and is like, "Hi, Peyton." Yeah, how's I have I have that in I have that in my notes is Peyton's little friend. Yeah, and so we're introduced to the first major Danian, Odu Bathax. Oh, which yes. fucking I got I got. He's fucking Texas. He's a Texan. He has a fucking Texas accent. I'm just like, what the fuck? He, he's more like an assistant to the queen. He's a battle master. I'm not sure, though, because so uh, he's a general. The original card, uh, Earth element, one music counter. He gains five energy for each mandibular you control, and he's a Danian warrior. But in the show, they keep referring to him as a battle master. Is he not a battle master? I, I thought warriors and battle master were Battlemaster uh, type on it. Oh, okay. Reservoir Reclaimer does have battle master. It's he's a battle master warrior in the reservoir reservoir reclaimer card. Ow. it's one Maybe of the few. It's a warrior on the original printing. I have I. I have this card, so I should probably look at it. But I would need to go get my book out of where I keep it. Yep. 
Which I found, I finally got. That's for sure. He's got four arms. He's bipedal and he's bluish green. He's very top heavy too. <laughs> yeah, very top heavy. Uh, go ahead. I need to cough. Mm -hmm. All right, so. Uh, are you? Uh, so then, after they sneak past the Odebath X, they, Tom sees a light coming from a tunnel. Yep, and it turns out it's Odebath X with a plasma pounder shooting at his own um, soldiers that are carrying shields. Which, he's just, he's just a shitty commanding officer at this point. Well, no, he's shooting his subordinates. Yeah, but he's... It's like, you, you can do target practice against targets, not against your own men. Right. Well, I mean... There, there are other Danians that don't give a shit about the soldiers under them. Uh, Valani, Levon, uh, Eku, they do not care. True. Mm -hmm. uh, plasma pounder. It's a uh, Balgear. Whenever a equipped creature deals earth damage, you may look at the top two cards of your location deck and put one of them on top and the other on the bottom. It's basically a, a flash kick for uh, Earth attacks. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yep. So, where are we? Uh, uh, the Odu Bathlex part? Right. Uh, so, then we cut back to Peyton and Kaz, who discovered that they lost Tom. Which... Are you really surprised you lost time at this point? No, not really. He has a scan yeah. hog. He's a scan hog. Yeah. He really wanted to get a scan of the plasma pounder, but Odu Bathax is just jumping around, moving around too fast for him. And then Mandalore is just chickens out, drops his shield, and just runs away right past Tom, and that's when Odu Bathax notices him and is like Get that human! <laughs> Get that human! Yeah. I can't do a good Texas accent. No, uh, I can't do his... I can't mimic him. Yeah, no... Like, Get that human! That's actually pretty close. Yeah, um, uh, I can so never do Tom, an impression like that. So Tom runs away being dis discovered and... He passes by them. He's like, hi, guys, run! <laughs> and that's when they notice Odubathax and his squad of Mandiblores chasing after him. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you might as well put the Benny Hill team song on this where they run away. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Final, and then they escape them. And Tom immediately gets to jump out of the barrel. He goes, I know, I did it. I'm a greedy scat hog. Sorry. <laughs> and they just happen to go into a very familiar room. Yep. What's, the, on, the what's on the room? The uh, wall carving of that face thing 
from his uh, drum match. Yep, so they're confused about where they are, but then Tom starts to reenact his battle. Right, and that's when he finds the chute that leads okay. down the to thing, the uh, prison cell. The thing so, I love about that is that Tom, that Kaz and Peyton are looking at Tom like he's gone insane. Right. <laughs> Which I mean, he might have <laughs> for a second. I don't know. He might have gotten hit with a Danian parasite. Who knows? And <laughs> uh, the thing I have in my notes is just prison in big red letters. Uh huh. Right. Exactly. And then when they went to the prison cell, they found Sarah. Well, first... well before they found Sarah. Odin Bathax and his squad found them, and another squad of Danians found them, and they basically had them pincered, and the and Tom, Kaz, and Peyton were like, duck! And they basically open-fired on everyone, on each other. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> Which, that's... Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, I know, right? That's, that's, that's your slapstick humor for this episode. Mm-hmm. So, they find Sarah, they try to get her out. And that's when Wama shows up. But before Wama, before Wama, Sarah Sarah says, I'm not leaving until I get my scanner. And then Kaz says, wanna bet. And it's just like, Kaz, you know you can't leave unless you have your scanner. Right, yeah. Well, maybe he means we're getting you out of this cell so we can go get your scanner. Maybe, but but you would think that they would go get the scanner first. True, yeah, but they probably don't know where the uh, it would be kept. True, they might they might need to get they might need Sarah's expertise on where they would keep valuables. Yeah. Uh, and then they get knocked out by Wama. From, like, a bl- slime blow dart thing. Blow dart, uh, gun. Yeah, that is true. Keep going. Uh, and then they get taken on trial. Right. Which is just... It doesn't really seem to be that good of a trial. No. Right, yeah. And she... Uh, Bathax is just kind of yelling at them. And Sarah decides to be a bitch. Oh, yeah. To the Danians. And she just starts ripping into him. And Odubathex just takes none of her shit. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He takes shit from no one. Maybe from Tanga Toborn because he respects him, but... Maybe. I mean, he um, takes shit from the queen. True. And the princess. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep, and we get a reference to that where he says, enough headaches uh, than dealing with humans. And I'm just like, what other headaches do you have? Aren't you just supposed to be a battle master? You're just supposed to be focusing on protecting the hive. 
but apparently it's like he clearly is part of something bigger and I want to know about the bigger thing. Well, I mean, there are Danian nobles like Akud. So maybe there's like there's definitely a hierarchy in the uh, Danian uh, society. Yeah, there's a hierarchy and I want to know about the hierarchy. Anyway, are like the top of the top and then there's battle masters then squad leaders then mandiblore i believe is the I rank think so yeah and then there's like of course the generic classes for all the uh tribes warrior muge yeah they're like there are classes and then there are um there's backgrounds and then there's classes. Right, yeah. Anyway, um he says he's letting everybody go. Yay. Yay. Except no. Because he wants to make an example out of somebody. Right, yeah. So Sarah starts bickering uh No wait, no, I, I skipped ahead a little bit. They so they start bickering among them themselves. Yeah, they're back in their cell. They're kind of bickering. Sarah's like, I can't believe something or whatever. And they're like, well, we tried. I, before that, before that, I want to... this out. And he's like, Sarah's like, no, I'm talking to the Danian outside her cell, which is Wama, her friend. Yeah, but before that, before that. Oh, okay. it. Kaz does something truly, truly evil. Oh. He says... I'm willing to stay, but I bet Sarah won't let me. Oh. That is some scheme right there. Which is... <laughs> which, that's that's just being Kaz being a true underworlder. Mm-hmm. That's just Kaz being like, I'm gonna be like Kaer and I'm gonna throw somebody under the bus. Yeah. Anyway, so, Sarah's bitching at Wama. Right, yeah. And I... She and to be honest, friend sounds like a really bad word. More like he owes her a life debt and he has to deal with it. Exactly, but I mean, I don't think Wama cares. Which that's what that's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like Wama could have been one to leave the hive. The only thing, the only reason why he does it is because it's just so much easier. Right, because he is that lazy. Yeah, because it's it's like having a job that you hate going to, but you know, but you know that this job is easier than most of the other jobs you would want. Exactly. Yeah. Is all he has to do is look smart every once in a while and be dumb. Right. Or look like you're on high alert, and then immediately as the inspection is over, go right back to sleep. Yep. That's which that's 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 the funny thing about this is this is basically any military in the entire world. Yeah. Especially like the US military. Yeah, or the Navy. Because there's always because everyone's always super lazy. Everyone's always complaining about the higher ups. The higher ups are usually somewhere from like Texas or some they're like red blooded Americans and 
like either they're Texas or they're Southern, and then you have and then it's it's it's, God, it's basically dead on for the American military. This episode is not for the faint of heart. You, you need to bring your big boy pants for, for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> you do. So, Sacra. Not the chaotic episode. <laughs> yeah. Nope. We're getting deep and philosophical here. Right. This is this video is gonna be so funny, but we are not gonna make any money off of it. Nope. Oh god, no. Never in Are a you kidding? We're not making any money off of it now. Correct. <laughs> I'm quoting Gold Glove right now. We need a Patreon in order to make money off of this thing. Right. Maybe I should set one up. I don't know how to set up a Patreon. If you want to do, you can. Anyway, other we're we're in the middle of an episode here. We gotta focus. Right. Yep. So Tom says that we have to do as the Danians do and sacrifice one for the greater good, and that somehow gives Sarah a plan. <laughs> so we get a new plan. We go back to Odu Bathax is what would you call this throne? It, he's definitely on like a throne kind of thing. It maybe it's like the judgment hall, maybe the courtroom. Maybe. And he's yeah, a just... judge, jury, and executioner. I don't know. Apparently, so they choose to sacrifice Sarah. And I want to talk about something that Peyton says right here. He calls Sarah Sarah Bear. Oh, yeah, like a name reference to the Care Bears. I guess, but it's just... Uh, it just feels really out of place, I guess. Yeah. Maybe he has a, maybe he has a secret crush on her. Ooh. Well, she's the only girl in the show that, they, that spends time with them, so maybe... <laughs> well, that's how that's how it opinion... is with any that's how it is with any male friend group is there's always the one female and everyone has a crush on her. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, in my opinion, turns out that Tom is the true crush for Sarah. Well, we'll find out. We'll we'll talk about that in later episodes. Okay. Right. Yeah. We'll just have to wait till scavenger scan for that. Okay. So they all poured out leaving Sarah and freaking Wama just Wama's just ad-libbing at this point. Right, and he's like Hive Alert! And his antenna are like going crazy. They even make the little radar sound. Right. So So then Sarah managed feel anything and one is like scolding them oh you don't hear the queen calling you and it's like let me teach you uh, something about this and he like pulls his arm away from Sarah and that gives her the chance to sneak away up onto the table where her scanner is grab it and pour it out and Wama is like hold on I got her and he shoots the two guards and the two or three guards into unconsciousness and I was like, uh I'll go see what the queen needs. Ooh. And I'll just he's just like, and I need to leave. 
Yep, he just runs off. Exit stage right. Quite literally. So, everyone's safe. Everyone's happy. Until they wonder something. Where's Peyton? Where's Peyton? Oh, yeah. And And then he got trapped. He got trapped. Yep. He's in a Danian prison cell behind bars and that are flanked by two guards. Yep. Yep. Here we go again. Yep, big mistake. How and why did he go back? I have Who no the fuck? clue. Maybe he saw Odo Bathex's thing and he's like, I want that too. I want that plasma pounder scan. <laughs> Which, yeah, I can get that. The plasma founder looked it really valuable when they were in there. True, yeah. But he has he has his own friend in there, so he might be able to get out on his own. Yep. Or Wama helps him get out, because, I mean, any friend of Sarah's is a friend, a friend of Wama's. Maybe. Yep. Like, the one expression or saying that I can describe for Wama is, Wama, are you hardly work? Are you working hard? And he's like, nah, I'm just hardly working. True. <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's, the, he's the description of look busy and no one will ask questions. Right, yeah. It's like, it's like I do work hard at avoiding work. Yep. He's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the Juan Swanson's quote? Uh, usually I try to do as little work as possible unless somebody else doesn't want to work and then I'll work all night so that nothing gets done. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Wow. Yep. That's, 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 that's Ron Swanson right there. <laughs> Work all night so that nothing gets done. So, uh, what do you guys think of this episode? Was it a good introduction to the Danians? I think so. Uh, it could have been a little better. There could have been more Danians. It was a very... This episode was very tropey. Right, yeah. Exactly. Either had it had the slapstick stuff where the enemies shoot each other. It had one one person gets captured. It had the da- it had the damsel in distress, which I wouldn't call Sarah a damsel all the time. No, if anything, she's the smartest of the three. They're all very smart in their own ways. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um. We're just sitting here sitting. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the end of it. Yeah. What's the next episode sure. going to be? What is next episode? Episode is the question. The question is the question that needs to be answered. It's a race to see who will get the episode. Let's see. Everything in flux. Oh. Yes. The most quotable episode of them all. Oh, yes. Yep. 
yeah. Which we which we are introduced to both Cristela and Clay being absolute pieces of shit. Which I got I got fucking story about Clay when we get to that episode. (laughs) Yeah. When we see them starting, well, we'll save it for the episode, I guess. Anyway, uh. Thank you to Maiden of Gorgon for our logo. Thank you, Maiden. Yeah, thank you, Maiden. Love you, guys. One of these days, one of these days, we'll ask her for our art when I have more money. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm Bryce. I'm Swoop. And I'm Mackenzie. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Signing off. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I, I, <laughs> I need to do it, I need to, uh, how do I?